Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dance of the Soul. And you're seeing Regan here, but yet at the same time, we're having technical problems like sometimes we do. And Mercury is kind of going into retrograde right now, uh, at least the shadow effect. And I'll explain a little bit more after I talk about Regan. Uh, so Regan's having problems with his volume. So we're going to kind of be playing with this, but I'm going to keep going with what things are happening because it's up to Regan and I can just let him in and out. So if things are getting a little distracted, it's okay. But I just wanted to let you know that happy Labor Day for us in the U.S. here today. And if you're watching this later, I'm going to talk about uh, how, and Regan is not knowing what we're going to talk about yet, but I was going to talk about our soul. Our soul and how it labors along and how it labors through what we go through and how we labor through our jobs sometimes. And so the theme is going to be about labor. And I hope this helps some of you to do, even if it's not Labor Day, it's going to be a conversation. And, you know, but first I'm going to talk about Mercury and retrograde. So Mercury, when a planet goes into retrograde, and we've had a couple of them, actually there's a couple in retrograde right now, but when a planet goes into retrograde, what it's doing, it's kind of like putting our car in reverse. It's going to go back over some things that we've already been managing or dealing with, but it wants us to go a little deeper look. Well, at the same time though, a planet doesn't always just go wham, bam. It's kind of like you can't shift your car from drive into reverse. And so with that, that as we go through retrogrades, that there's a, a shadow effect that happens. It's the, like three day, three weeks for Mercury, because it goes into retrograde three times a year, that, and it's a quicker moving planet. So that's why it's not in so for so long, like Pluto, who's an outer planet that goes into retrograde a little bit longer. And so each planet has its theme that it likes to connect with. So when like Mercury going through retrograde, it does communicate. It's about communication. It's about electronics. It's about um, mechanic mechanisms, mechanicisms, and that kind of thing. And Regan actually just emailed me and said that he would be here, but his uh, mechanic came to work on his transform transmission. And so that's kind of funny that I'm glad he's actually doing it now because as Mercury goes into retrograde, things don't always work as well as we want them to. So what a planet does is it, it it's going forward, literally, the way it spins. But energetically, it doesn't necessarily start spinning backwards, but energetically, it'll start spinning backwards. And it takes a little while to go from, let's say, forward motion, like our car, to backwards motion, like our car in reverse. And so when it goes into that, and Mercury has like a three-week shadow before and after, where it's working its way into going backwards, and then it's going backwards, and then about three weeks later, it starts shifting its way back and moving forward again. But yet at the same time, though, but yet, <laughs> but yet, that's not really a full sentence, is it? Uh, yet at the same time, though, those things that we need to work on are always going to be there. And the planets are saying, you think you got it? You think you know it? You think you're going to do it? So be careful in the next couple weeks or when Merc when you hear Mercury going into retrograde, it's about communication. So like for me, I always pre-read my texts before I send them. Well, there's still some things that kind of slip through in my dyslexic moments. But at the same time, though, I try to make sure what I'm sending, sending emails, especially with Mercury in retrograde. 
Make sure your intention. What is your intention? Is your intention going to be, I'm angry, or is it going to be something about, hey, maybe I need to take a minute, get out what I'm wanting to say, hold back, walk away for a minute, come back and read it. Get out what you need to say, don't send it. Because Mercury retrograde, communication is a little bit off anyways. And so be careful how you're navigating through your communication as you're going through things. And we're always working on things like this. So you might find that your phones, your computers, the vehicles, just things kind of go a little snitchy and they get a little kitschy and they get a little snuggity. And I know those aren't words, but they kind of work on this moment. And as we're working through things and navigating, it's amazing how Mercury retrograde kind of makes you think about what you're talking about. And I know for me yesterday, personally, I'm not going to get into details, but someone I love dearly <laughs> and I had some snarls and those snarls are going to, we're kind of going over back over what what we've dealt with before. And I'm saying I'm done with this. Magic thing is, is right now we have a new moon. Actually, tonight and in tomorrow depends on if you're uh, how farther east coast you are, or east. I guess I don't know. It's kind of that's where my dyslexia gets me. I don't know why it's later in the east when it, we're going. I just, yeah. So with that, that's <laughs> not for me to figure out right now. That as we're going, this new moon, the new moon is about new energies. What can you create in your new self? Well, yesterday, someone I love dearly and I were not communicating real well. And so I was starting to say, hey, I'm done with this. I want to create new magic for us. I want to create new love for us. I want to create what was I wanting to create? Because at the same time, the new moons, anytime that the moon full or new, there's the three days before and the three days after. Does that sound familiar with Mercury retrograde? Three weeks, three weeks. So with that, that as we're going through life and managing life, that there's these moments where we have these a little bit extra explanation points at the end of a sentence. And those give us the ability to manage what we're doing with. And so this is going to come into that labor part of life, that as we're, we're going through life, that when we have these knowings of what's happening now, I'm not a, necessarily a full-fledged astrologer. I haven't, I've tipped my toe into it enough to know what to talk about a little bit here. And I know that this one's in Libra, this Mercury and retrogrades in Libra. So if you have anybody has done their astrology, their astrology chart, you look at where Libra is in the house. So first house, second house, third house, fourth house. Um, and, and as we go through that and manage that, that, and here comes Regan. So I'm going to keep talking, Regan, as we're going forward here. So as we're going forward and managing things, that that we're 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 going forward with these retrogrades and these new moons and things that we can work through what we're laboring with. And I know for me that in personal relationships, that that I know my Libra is in my fourth house, which means that I'm working through some of those things with with uh, my. Uh, my loved ones, my deep knowings, my, my, my personal belief system, you know, that communication with that. My husband, on the other hand, it's in his 10th house. So that's business and, and outwardly. So how is he going to communicate outwardly? Well, guess what? He's got a new 
new person here coming into his job. And so how is he going to be able to labor differently through this communication? And Regan, I was kind of thinking that today we could talk about communication, about how we, our souls labor through life. And I started off with talking about these Mercury retrogrades and, and that kind of thing that as we're going forward and moving through things, that life is always going to make us labor. We're going to labor over, and it's a metaphorical labor. Uh, we're going to labor over uh, what's going to happen next. We're going to, we're going to worry. Yes, the worry is a, the better word. Yet at the same time, we labor. We sit there and we stew on it, and we we navigate through it, and and we and it's almost like the labor of giving a baby. It's like sometimes we before we have these like let's say somebody who's metaphorically giving a speech they'll worry for three days that they're going to do okay or the first day of a job or the first day we're laboring over it we're, we got the pre pre you know pre uh pre um labor symptoms and 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 the aches and the pains and that kind of stuff and guys i know you can't understand this but at the same time though metaphorically you can because we all labor over what's going to happen next and our soul gets a little tired of it because i know that for my soul living so many lifetimes it gets refreshed when it goes back home yes you know it gets that that dance of an angelic i'm going to call it um knowledge and beings and and everything like that and and i'm so sorry that regan's having problems today and we're going to just walk through this and that's called what we do in life do you see how I myself am keeping the space of this, keeping myself more neutral as the technology and the dance is going along. Now, sometimes things come up and take our legs out from underneath us and we can't manage that very well. But at the same time, though, if we kind of if we manage all we're going through and, and we're, we're going through all that that we go through these moments. And Cassandra, yes, hello there. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. My soul has been so tired. You know, I think that we've all been so tired. We've labored. You know, this is Labor Day in the U.S. And, and we've labored over so much worry. We've labored over what is going to happen next. We've gone through the digging through the, the gutters of our emotions and we've gone through through should I or shouldn't I or should I or shouldn't I or should I or shouldn't I call those should I's. Um, you know, that we're having these moments where we're confused on decisions we're making and and that gets so laborsome. Hoy, laborsome. You know. I can tell you the best way to help your soul get refreshed, refreshed is doing those things that it enjoys. Now, for me, my soul gets refreshed when, when I dance. I, I, you know, like people always said when I go down to California and, and they have an outside uh, place where I can dance and I dance for like six hours and they say, how do you do it? I say, my soul is dancing. It's, it's, it's that moment where it's like, how can I do that? I know another thing that my soul enjoys is when I light a candle and I watch it flicker 
especially in a darker room when there's not much light on. But yet at the same time, though, it, it fills my soul. Now, music overall is a huge thing for my soul. It, it, there's certain music that, that sings with my soul and there's certain music that that turns me off. And so with that, that that find those things that really embrace you. Now, like I had a friend who gave me a strip of blue butterflies. <laughs> They're actually up there right now. And butterflies make my soul dance because that's my fairy part of me. That that we all have these things that, that bring passion, bring that light, bring that emotion, bring that... <sighs> Okay, I got that. I can do that again. So find those things. Now, I'm not saying it's about chocolate. Yes, that helps sometimes. It's not about ice cream. That's it sometimes. It's not about um, going and getting on an alcoholic binge. I'm not saying that sometimes that works sometimes. You know, that, <laughs> that as we go through life and manage these things, that anything in the excessive now, now, if I sit, sit there and dance, six hours is about my limit. My body starts saying, eh, what are we doing? So when we go past that excessiveness of enjoyment, that's when the soul starts getting and the body, the body starts getting involved. And so try, when you're trying to do something that, that brings in some enjoyment and some passion and some knowing in you, go with those things that can really help you find enjoyment, find that ha ha moment. And when we can do that, that's when love happens. That's when we can find that love for ourselves. Because I can tell you that it's not always, Cassandra, you said that my soul is, has been so tired. Yes, our soul gets tired. But I can tell you, it's also your emotions and your body and your mind. All of them your soul, your body, your mind, and your body, soul, mind, and emotions, <laughs> and emotions, that they all get tired, and everybody kind of goes, my battery's getting empty. So I know for me, the one thing that I've been on a very stressful several years, that my adrenals are part of my body, but my body function of energy. And since I've been treating them better, I have more sustainable, sustain, my level of energy can sustain <laughs> a little bit better. I still go through some wobble and weevils, but it's like doing that, uh, you know, not going into the sugar fixes has helped my energy field. So my body has been helping me and my soul and my emotions to navigate through these stressors that are happening. And I'm going to tell you that many times we don't know what's going to be happening. And that's part of that labor. That's that part of that laboring of life. And, and I'm sorry, Regan's not here. He's having problems with his, um, his sound. And I would, I know he would love this conversation because him being a little bit on the, uh, the elder side of my life <laughs> by a couple years, that he actually knows. Oh, he's going to pop back in again. Okay, here we go. We're going to try it again, Regan. Now? Can I hear you now? No. I don't know what's going on. Do you have your volume off? No, I can hear you. 
Oh, I, now I can hear you. I had my volume off, so that was probably oh, me the whole time. Okay. And I apologize. <laughs> well, don't don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm just amazed how metaphorically that things happen. And thank you, Regan, for being patient with me. Sure. Because I know that you struggled with this. That metaphorically, many times things happen for a greater reason. Yeah. And I was talking about Mercury going in retrograde and our body and our emotions and our soul and our mind laboring over things. And they just watched me working through this. And I am so sorry that it was my fault that you probably didn't have sound because last time I had it off, I had sound. So um, it's one of those things. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and, and Cassandra. So Cassandra has been popping in. Um, so we we're talking, I was talking about how the soul has been tired over all the years that we've lived. And, and she said her soul has been tired too. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, then she said that, uh, that I was spot on about what I was talking about. And then she said that I can hear you both. So yeah. with that, that, that I know that, you know, for me, and I know with you doing your hypnosis and, and that kind of stuff that you have really, thank you for popping in and being on this sure. moment that, that, you know, our soul actually gets tired in, in the human form. Yet yeah. at the same time though, once it goes back, after a certain time of transition, and it could be sometimes hours in our human life, or it could be days or years, or not years, but days in our human life, that our soul gets finally goes, ah, no problem. I'm here. I got it. Yeah. I'm re-energized. Yeah. I had a few people this week on Quora that were asking, they said, is there any way that I can just, you know, get to the other side and just cease to exist because I'm just so tired. You know, it says, I don't want to come back again, you know. So I tried to explain. I said, well, once you get to the other side and you get a little rejuvenation, then you're going to look back at this life and go, wow, that was fantastic. Look at all that I learned. You know, I look at it, look at it like some people have that same attitude towards college when they're doing grad studies or something and it gets so tough and they go, I just want to quit. This is too much work. You know, it's too much stress. I can't do it. I'm just going to I'm just going to get out of it and forget getting my grad degree, you know. Uh, but then they somehow they get together. It's a little hard. And then all of a sudden they're they've graduated and they go, oh, my God, that was so fantastic. I just can't believe all that I learned. And I'm so glad that I stuck to it. So it's normal to kind of want to just throw in the towel every once in a while. Because, you know, your, your conscious mind knows it's going to get better because you look in the past and it always has gotten better when you felt like throwing in the towel. So I tell people, look at all the other times and you didn't throw in the towel. Look how far you've got, you know, mm -hmm. same, same thing. You know, it's going to uh, it's going to get better. But again, telling somebody when they're in the down and depressed and everything, it doesn't, you know, you just have to almost hold their hand a little bit and just get them through it, you know. Exactly, exactly. And that's where, you know, if we can just like I was talking about how my soul, my personal soul, it navigates through getting recharged by listening to good music, even dancing. When I dance, my soul dances. It's it's a recharger. Looking at a candle um, safely, you know, and watching it, watching that light just flicker and dance. It, it just refresh, refreshes my soul. There's certain things that refresh our personal souls. You know, like you guys, if you're close to the water, standing in the beach, 
or in a lake water or yeah. you know standing next to a waterfall or even some of us who are just standing in our our shower head for just a few minutes so many of us just jump in and jump out if we could just stand there for a minute it's mm -hmm. amazing how you just say i'm washing away my troubles I'm washing away my troubles and you just let it wash you away. And, and that takes the labor part of life. It gives it a breath of fresh air, I think. Yeah. And again, as I mentioned on the shows, if they learn EFT or tapping, uh, that's physiologically going to reduce your stress level by 25 to 50% across the board. Does to everybody, you know, mm -hmm. been shown to be uh, when it was tested by Harvard medical school and they couldn't believe that, that just doing this, you know, tapping on these uh, seven different points of the body. <laughs> I'm looking at myself and I'm going in reverse. But, you know, just uh, tapping on those and, you know, you can talk about your issue like, oh, God, I'm so depressed. I feel like I want to just end it all. You know, oh, my God, I did because da, 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 you know. And as you're tapping, while you're doing that, your body's stress level is slowly going down. Mm -hmm. And it's such a good thing to help people get through the day, you know. So EFT, if you go on YouTube, uh, emotional freedom technique, it's called, it's, it's, it's gone viral all over the world and uh, nurses, doctors, um, therapists, um, they're teaching it at schools now because, you know, now that there's proof that there's a physiological effect in decreasing stress, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and it's just something that should be taught. Everybody should learn to do it so that, you know, like you have a bottle of aspirin when you got a headache by there, well, you don't need that anymore. Just do the EFT, get rid of your mm -hmm. headache, you know, get rid of stuff. And um, it's, uh, so I'm a big advocate for that because I've seen it dozens and dozens and dozens of time um, help my clients and I see it, I see that, I see them change right in front of me. From mm -hmm. being like, oh, I want to do it like this. And pretty soon they're like, wow, okay. I, I'm, I feel a little better, wow, okay, you know. So it's called EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique, the letter E, the letter F, and the letter T. And there's a, probably 100 or more videos on uh, YouTube about it. Uh, but anyway, I teach it uh, by Zoom or remote. If anybody wants to learn it, it takes about an hour and a half to teach it a little. You, you kind of fine-tune it a little bit. You get better results. But even if you pretty much don't know what you're doing and you just tap these spaces, your body responds to that. Open mm -hmm. up all the doorways to your energy so your body can maintain it. So if they go to, if you go to my website, visit theafterlife.com and tap and, and click on the tab that says EFT, there's two videos on there. And so people, if you watch those, you'll go, wow, that's amazing. You want to, you want to learn it and it's easy. Because, mm -hmm. because like what Cassandra was saying that, that her soul feels tired, but I bet you it's her body, mind and emotions that are just wrung out. Yeah. And, and our soul is saying, come on, you can do it. Come on, we can do it. Yeah. We, come on, we can do it. And that's the thing. So Cassandra says, this is, this is so interesting at my levels, especially as a funeral professor. <laughs> oh, she's a funeral professor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, yeah. And was that Cassandra? Yes. Yeah. Cassandra. Yeah. I, I just attended a funeral um, of my daughter's, uh, my daughter's ex-husband who she still loved and everything committed suicide. And it's been real hard on her and my stepdaughter. Natasha knows the case and has helped mm -hmm. both of them um, a lot to kind of deal with it. But uh, at the funeral, I've, I've never been to, it was, we only had about 30 of us there, but he was uh, suffering from PTSD really bad, didn't get any help for it. And he just couldn't take it anymore. So he shot himself. Um, so, but he had military funeral. He's still qualified for that. And 
it was so beautiful. These guys, I tell you, they look like um, we were in a little small town outside of Sacramento, but they looked like they were in Washington, D.C., like these guys you see that were trained, like they, as they were, as they were doing this thing with the flag, that, and they gave it to my granddaughter. They gave the flag to her, which was really good. Um, the way they just, they were stoic, you know, just no, they're just taught, just like the guards over in England, you know, the stand at the gate and people try to get them to smile or whatever. But it brought, I was thinking it, it really made this, it really made it work by them not, by them being there neutral, you mm -hmm. know, instead of one way or the other, you know, and uh, just the way they did it. And they were so professional, the way they stood and the way they folded the flag, the music they had, they did the 21 gun salute, you know, um, that shocks a few people. The, it it's empowering. Really it's so, it, it's almost life altering the way that it yeah. just, I mean, my, my, uh, my uncle passed away, let's see, 2000. So uh, 22 years ago. And it's to this day, I still remember those. Yeah. Moments. Especially if you're, not, if you're looking the other way and you're not ready for it. Cause I saw some people just jump like this, you know, but what that did is that the good part of it was it instilled something, you know, like, wow, this is, this is uh, a real honor. They're giving this man for, what he did for his country, you know, mm -hmm. and I don't see, I didn't know he was even suffering and I would have really tried to get my, my son-in-law. He was a son-in-law to try to get some help, but he just, uh, he just like a lot of guys, they just think, Oh, I can deal with this. They're so you know? stoic and they're just so in their own life that they yeah. can't, they can't be vulnerable enough. And, and it's amazing that we are. So, um, uh, Sue Snyder says that, um, doing healing Listen. work helps, have many mental uh, yeah it, it does everything is going on and cassandra says i'm so sorry when we talked about the funeral and then um right. military honors is special and beautiful what an honor for your family yes. yeah really helped my, my you know we're thinking of my granddaughter the whole time matter of fact they were here for the weekend uh they just had a swim party and and once a year we're trying to have this annual thing we had like 14 i had five of my grandkids were here the other oh four. what a blessing yeah it was nice uh but um we talked about it a little bit because it had been a few weeks since the funeral and everything. And, uh, you know, my granddaughter's in counseling, which is good. My daughter's in counseling, which is really good. Uh, and I, I'm going, I didn't know she didn't share that. And she, he didn't share that with her much. He just suffered. And, you know, and anybody listening to this, not just soldiers, but if you have any type of PTSD, a lot of women have from, from mm -hmm. violence done just to life, them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's awful. Um, what they found out, like traditional talking therapy could go years and you just slowly desensitize the incident. But with the tapping and that, it goes right to the issue of the emotion, gets rid of any of the excess emotion. And in three or four sessions, a lot of people pretty much have their life back again. I mean, it's just amazing. So mm -hmm. um, what they found out scientifically, and I've just heard this from another source, so I don't have to get to the source originally, but myself, but I heard this from another psychologist said that the way the brain works, the older you get, if you are keep hiding and hiding and pushing under the rug, your PTSD, your traumas and things like that, pretty soon the body wears down and the, the neural pathways in your mind, these bad ones start hijacking the other good ones as you get older. And so it just gets worse and worse and worse. And that's why we're losing like 20 something, 22, 24 military guys today. You know, still, that's just like an average you do for the last four or five years, you know, and they're, they're like my age because they just can't take it anymore. But mm -hmm. it can be fixed, it can be healed. So, it can be. 
Yeah, with good therapy, you know, with uh, hypnosis, with EFT, with EMDR, which is where you're, you're talking and you just follow, you follow the therapist's uh, wand that they have back and forth as you're talking about your issue and your issue begins to dissolve. It's remarkable, you know, energy. We're getting into more people accepting energy medicine because it really works. It does really work. And that's the thing is, is that I think, you know, because for me, and and that's the thing with me being intuitive, my mediumship, my, my, and that's, that's part of my personal awareness, life, the life coach that I am, that, that when we're walking through these moments and that I really see where the emotions in the mind are so interwoven, it's almost like the cells of the emotion are covered up um, with these, the mind and, and it's, you almost have to rewire yourself. I know for me, the, the things that I've managed through that I almost, I went in and I saw the way that my brain was put together, even working with my dyslexia that I've gone through and I've, I've seen how my brain is wired and I've asked for it to rewire with more grace and ease. And then when those emotions, cause with my dyslexia, there's a lot of emotions wrapped around it, right? with um the bullying the drama traumas the um like for me even i know that even though i didn't read until after high school that i'm smart i've got my smarts if you anybody's listening to me i know things it's didn't come from book smarts though and and but yet dumbing down my language because i couldn't write the word so i dumbed down my language and now i'm rewiring my brain to know that it doesn't matter what I'm saying, I can figure out how to write it now. Yeah. You know, and even if that's just doing speakerphone, you know, so there's there's ways, but my brain has to go through and rewire itself and almost separate out those emotions, which that's what tapping does, I can see. You know, it, when I see um, my intuitiveness sees through what the brain is doing during the tapping and a lot of the, the, the spinning and stuff like that, that that you can work through that. And that's where, like when your friend was had that trauma with her dog being attacked with the coyote, that's why I was saying yeah. go around counterclockwise because yeah. that's almost rewiring the brain to, to unsettle what was going on. And then you go clockwise again because that's the way the brain works and it resets the brain. And so in a way you're kind of working well, you undo through. It going, you undo it going counterclockwise and then you redo it. Do it going counterclockwise, yes. And that's energetically in the world. It's it's a lot of different places. So with that, um, Kathy, rewiring works once. Hey, Kathy, hey, the rock woman. <laughs> yeah. The rock. She just she, she, uh, helped me pick out some rocks, folks. If you're watching this, she's great. She's been doing this a long time. And this, see, every there's it's so nice because like I'm just getting into the rock, the rocks thing and coming to the understanding that, yeah, they have energy and they can help. So, you know, if you can learn three or four and then maybe 10 little things that make life better, that combination of them can add up to a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's amazing our tools, but rewiring works once the perceived benefit of old wiring is released. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And I'm going to use instead of release, I'm going to use the word transformed because it's kind of like when you're rewiring, you know, the wires coming to your house that because uh, I love that um, transformed that um, that that when you're rewiring, but it's it almost has to be transformed. Sometimes you take off 
like when they're rewiring your house, you know, they take off one thing and they put on another thing, you know, like the, um, the connectors or the wires or the snaps or whatever you want to call it. And you transform it into this greater good. And, and it's amazing how, when we can do that, I know for me, I use selenite a lot. What do you yeah. use? Selenite. Oh. Uh, and this is selenite in a, in a, um, ah, this is always backwards on this. Selenite is, is, is one of those, you can see them in the crystal caves almost how these are strung yeah. through and you can comb out a lot of your, Oh, that feels better. You know, you comb, you comb out the energy of your aura and, and you clean yourself uh, up. And, and that's the thing about selenite. It's, it's a great tool for, um, managing, how we work and, and that kind of stones to me. If you, if you look around my room, it's like, there's a stone there. There's, stone, <laughs> there's stones everywhere. I wonder, um, have they done, maybe somebody out there knows, maybe she knows, you know, because they can measure uh, on electronic instruments. Now the energy coming from things. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just, someone's probably done that with rocks, you know, like they could show you a spectrum and they can say, look, this is, this is an alive thing right here. This rock has this energy coming from it, you know. Um, you yeah, know. Well, rocks are alive. There's some that are dead, you know, like on the playground. I walk by some rocks and they're just rocks. They've been chewed up and beaten out too many times. Mm -hmm. But there's some rocks that are, are energetically alive. And I know one time I was getting a massage done and she goes, Tasha. And it, it was, I think it was, no, it wasn't selenite. It was another stone. She was rubbing the, the, the stone up and down my back. She goes, Natasha, there's sparks coming off these stones. <laughs> wow. yeah. So um, glad you enjoyed your, uh, so Thanks, that's, Kathy. yeah. So Kathy, that's her, that's her initials to her name. And then, then rocks. Um, that's her, her play on the word rocks. Uh -huh. so. so we're learning. So are we talking today about don't sweat the small stuff? Do it. Well, it's about the overall laboring of life. You know, we're on yeah. Labor Day here and it's about honoring ourselves for the labor that we've gone through. And, and, you know, talking about that, you know, like I was helping a girlfriend, she's finally able to, since her kids moved out, finally starting to make her house her own. And so she's going through things and, and she's like finally getting into places and she goes, I have so far to go. And I go, but look how far you've come. Look how far you've come. Yeah, you may be circling around, and that's what these planets in retrograde. Great, I'm going to say that again, going around and around and around. That that we kind of go through these these stages where we just feel so labored, so yeah. tired, and 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 not you know, and it is about not sweating the small stuff. You know, that's another way perceiving ourselves as as you know, like you you not having sound coming in. And yes, I know that you stressed a little bit about that and wanted to be on here. It's my fault. <laughs> well, I knew you could handle it. See, so that's good too. Yeah, well, see, that's, that's what's good about having a good partner. Like we're pretty good partners at doing this. We pick up where where someone if something's missing, we can kind of pick it up. But hopefully, your partner that you have, or if not, you can kind of counsel together and say, "Hey, let's you know, like this this weekend with everybody here." Uh, Patty had some health issue. Uh, she, uh, we don't know if it was, she got her second shot for, um, shingles, you know, that she had or something. She, so, and we don't know if it was that or cause she wasn't feeling a little good when I mean, it wasn't COVID. Their doctor said, no, it's not that it was something else. So all we had all these people coming. And, um, so I made, uh, 
five layer um, avocado dip or, you know, five layer uh -huh. for the first time. I made mango salsa for the first time. Congratulations. Uh, oh my God. Yeah. She kind of walked me through it. So I, in other words, we have this agreement that whoever has the most energy does the most of the work, you know, so mm -hmm. one of us is down. So it's like a good partnership. You know, the other one, just no questions asked. We just take over and do it, you know, so, but it was good. I had fun. I learned a lot and, uh, and it made me feel good that she did because I'm thinking, oh my God, if she's not feeling good, she's doing all this that I'm doing now. Uh, that would be horrible to have to go through that, you know, so you know, we got, uh, we, we got through it. Okay. So. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing is we've got so much on our plates nowadays. You know, we've got so much coming in, we're coming into this fall and I know for me, energetically, I'm getting hit quite a bit. And I know that Kathy too, if I can speak boldly here, uh, that, that, you know, many of us are getting really tossed around by solar flares, new moons, all these different things that are happening and and we're and then you have on top of it i'm gonna lose my job you know a lot of us are getting to where um where are we gonna lose our homes because a lot of people are struggling with uh with not being able to pay their rent still and, yeah. and now the government's saying what they're saying and then there's you know a lot of us are making core decisions should i leave my job am I going to lose my job? Yeah. You know, like for me, I can't get the shot in yeah. me. My body just says, heck no. I mean, every time somebody says, I'm so worried about you getting COVID. I said, that worry is the worry I have about my body having the shot. Cause I can see myself in the hospital because of the shot. Yeah. You know, and it's not something that I'm against it or for it. It's just me personally. And I could have lost my job. Yeah, because of not having the the vaccination, and luckily I got the religious belief because I couldn't do the medical. The state of Washington's really pinched toe is really, you know, having the doctors only this this or this can yeah. qualify for medical um, disclosure with that. Uh, so with that, the the you know, I'm hoping that people don't really lose their jobs that as we're going through life and managing what we're doing, that there's enough for us on our plates. Well, then there's always more. Yeah. Natasha, how there's so many people right now because the stimulus thing is ended or end, ended this week mm -hmm. and they're freaking out because they still don't, you know, have work, everything else. So they're just wondering like right now they're stressed because they don't know how they're going to pay next month's rent. You know, now I know there's a lot of jobs that people say, well, there's so many jobs out there. Just go and take one. Well, you know, that may be one solution that they have to do is just get something in the meantime until they find something better. But, you know, um, I think the thing that would help me, luckily, I haven't had to go through that. But I'm thinking if I did, the one thing that would get me through it is I would say, OK, I'm I'm here in this juncture, at no fault of my own. In other words, the world decided to have COVID, mm -hmm. uh, you know, everything happened. And I wasn't like I like I got, you know, did something bad and got fired from my job, you know, or in other words, it's not it's not something that a lot of people didn't cause this. And, and I guess as a as a. Yeah. In know, the big cause and effect scenario, yeah, we all had a handle in it. But but so what I figure is that if I didn't cause it, then that must mean that God is shifting my life right now. And he's leading me towards something that I need to have, 
you know, because when I look back at my life, when I had things like, um, you know, at one point I lost my wife, my kids, my dog, my business, all within a matter of a few weeks. Um, <laughs> That's called cleaning out the gutters. <laughs> I, I was lucky because I had had a vision uh, when I was at a Buddhist retreat. We meditated open-eyed meditation for seven days. And on the sixth day with my eyes wide open, I, I ended up in the, you know, in this complete darkness in the universe and felt never felt better in my life. And my myself was talking to him. I was saying that, um, you know, you're being uncreated to start a new you, you know. And then uh, with I went home from that and almost within a few days, I lost everything. So I'd had that vision. So I was glad that I had this connection with the side. They prepared me. So when it happened, I was able to like, take it like a man, you know, just mm -hmm. like, oh, this hurts like hell, but <laughs> yeah, and isn't that amazing? Lifted and it was hard for a while. And I was wondering how I was going to pay the bills and how is it going to support the family that didn't, I didn't lose them from they, they died or something. It's my wife asked for a divorce, you know, um, and, uh, and uh, she's just the sweetest. We're, we're really good close now. And, and my, my kids over here are my step grandkids. So because I have four stepdaughters. So it all turned, I got it all back plus more you know yes. but i had to go through a cleansing the creation the undoing the un yeah. the un part of it i know for me i did the same thing when my parents passed away my grief put me through that uncovering of myself to become yeah. my greater self and and if you can just kind of go through if you if you kind of you know because it is it is process of navigating it's a part of dancing in the music you don't like it's part of that that um that scenario of what the fucking hell <laughs> am i gonna do now yeah. and then but then if you can just do those little bit of uncomfortable things because because doing something uncomfortable for a little while doesn't mean it's gonna last forever yeah okay i got it i got a story if just i can give from a client i'll call her carol okay uh, she worked, uh, she's, a, she's a psychologist. Um, she worked at a maximum security prison as a psychologist. And she's the cutest, sweetest. When you look at her, you never would guess that she is counseling hardcore criminals, you know. Uh, but some rumors started around there about something that wasn't true. It, it, it caused bad blood. She finally says, look, I'm just not taking this anymore and left. And then uh, so she had lost her job. But, you know, her, her fiance and her figure they can get by. And then uh, the next month, her fiance died of COVID. So now she's got, you know, no job. She's got a three-year-old child and dad and her fiance, who she loved dearly, is gone. And um, when she came to me, we did the EFT, which helped her a lot with the, the passing of her husband. She was able to balance her energy okay. But then I turned into like, like Natasha does here with just common sense life coaching that we gave. And I said, she says, what am I going to do? You know, I, I, you know. So anyway, long story short, uh, I worked with her, uh, got her to just, just buckling down, get out her resumes. I said, look, you worked in a prison. People are going to want to hire you. She says, I don't know. You know, she sent around to all these state agencies. All of a sudden she gets three of, uh, from California, three job offers, you, uh, you know, and they all, they interviewed her and all three of them wanted her <laughs> and moving in with her mother for a while. So she's, that was getting her by. And then when she did this life between life session, when, which I do with people where they go to heaven and back, um, she was able to talk to her husband that had died of COVID. And he told her, he says, look, our three-year-old's gonna need a dad. 
you know, so he said, he's, he's just saying, look, I don't want you to feel like you're going out on me or anything like this. He says, I want you to be happy. So, uh, you know, and he says, I think I know that there's a, a nice guy in your future, you know, and that just, oh my gosh. So she just went from totally down, like, what am I going to do in over a period of two or three months? Now I think she just started her other job. I'll have to check in with her pretty soon here and see how she's doing. But so hang in there, people. It's like, you know, just when you think you just can't go another step and things are bad. Um, and she said this new job she has, she says, oh, my gosh, I don't have to. I'm working with regular people. I'm not having to work with <laughs> crazy people anymore, you know. So yeah. all in all, it's going to be uh, like God shifted her from one thing to the other. You know, uh, people out there that are listening, I bet you each have a story. If you look back now, even um, was it your, uh, Cassandra, the first yes. one playing was just tired. Look back, Cassandra, some other points in your life when you because there's you've had to have others, you know, and mm -hmm. where you didn't, you just want to give up and then you got through to the next step, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I'm exactly. sorry, you know, however you're tired now and just watching the show now and us talking about, it's going to help you some, mm -hmm. you know, because you're, you know, talking to people is what you need to do too. Don't hold it all in. Yeah. You know. Exactly. And I know for me intuitively that a lot of times yeah. that I can see things happening, it's for somebody to move forward when they surrender, they accept where they're at, even if it's just a minute. I'm here in the craps of my life, and I'm, I know I'm here. I'm ready to move forward, though. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that, it's that surrender and accepting and, and trusting, trusting those little whispers. You know, like when I was ready to buy a car, you know, it's like, but I didn't want to buy a new one. And I just kind of put out there, universe, you want me to buy a new car? You want me to do this? And I just started, and I started listening to the whispers. Finally, yeah. there's a, a friend that my husband was talking to. And he says, have you checked out this dealership? Called him up and they said, I don't have the car right now, but I have, well, tomorrow, do you want to come down and see it? And oh, wow. I knew, I knew it was going to happen. This house that I'm in, it happened at dark 30. And that's the thing is, is that, when we're trusting and we surrender and that's the thing i can tell you that at two o'clock on a certain day knowing by 4 30 i had to tell the realtor if we were going to go through the process of getting this home or not wow on the same day wow. and because we were short in financing a little bit my mom getting ssi for having lou gehrig's disease social security disability that um that uh that little bit that she would be getting a month was helping us to financially, because we weren't making that much at that time, you know, get us over the hump to, to qualify for this house. Yeah. And I sat there in the car and I said, okay, if I meant to get this house, I'm surrendering it to you. I, I, I'm done. I'm done with the politics. I had been running everywhere, trying to get the paperwork, right. Calling, doing things. I said, it's up to you now. If I'm supposed to get the house, it's up to you. Yeah. And I can tell you, my dad, who died four years before, gave us this house, um, showed us this house, and that, that, and here we got the phone call at three thirty, uh, three forty-five, and I called my realtor. We got it. We managed to get in this house, wow. and it was like on a Friday. So with that, that I had to surrender, pretty much all that I wanted. Even had to be willing to not have this house, which I loved. I mean, it, it even has the country farmhouse look with the horse weather vane on top. And I've always wanted a horse weather vane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So to, with that, that it was my dream home within yeah. reason, but I had to surrender and almost say, I'm willing. Yeah. And for you, those listening out there, a lot of you know how good Natasha is. But I, <laughs> you, know, you guys are way ahead of me, but I'm finding out more all the time because when we got off the air last week, because I've been looking for another uh, van and uh, Natasha just, I didn't even ask her for advice, but she went, oh, she says, look, and now, do you remember exactly what you said to look? It was like Nevada, Arizona. Yeah, it was on the borderline. Yeah. Guess, guess where I found a van. <laughs> where? I, now, and I'm, I'm now. It might be the one I get, but then another one. But I. So what I did, I searched all of Craigslist, all of America. Mm-hmm. One pops up, and it's right where Arizona and Nevada come together. It, right, it's the right by Sedona. You know. Oh so, man. <laughs> It's like I just blew my mind. And this guy, he lives out there. He's been abducted by aliens before. He lives out there because he had so many sightings of UFOs and stuff around Sedona and everything. He, he actually was coming from Washington. He was going to go back east. And someone said, well, check out Sedona. And he hasn't left for a couple of years. He's just been staying there, you know. And in this other guy, they buy like it's a FedEx van. Um actually had one that was all fixed up inside that had a blown engine, which was okay because I could get another one put in because the price was so low. And the FedEx one was perfect body, but still has FedEx on it. And it's just a basic van and I'd have to build it out. But um, uh, he tested, we, we had a mechanic over there testing it, and that engine's gone too. So he reduced the price way down. So I might get that. But then, then uh, all of a sudden I'm checking something else and here one pops up back in Pennsylvania that is a window van. It's a, you know, had seats mm-hmm. in it. So I wouldn't have to, like in the, in the FedEx van, I'd have to put windows in. And yeah. have to, so this other one already has a finished ceiling and has cloth alongside oh, cool. it. Do the other, and it's available. So however it was, you know, one thing leads to Let's the other. Do, and that's the thing is that sometimes I get guided to say something. Yeah. And sometimes that you reaching out a little bit further gave you the, the idea, okay, there it is. Now yeah. there's something better that, that's bouncing off founder, that. Yeah, and that's the thing that, that when we're so tired and so labored about life, it's amazing when we surrender and we just go, hmm, what's possible? Yeah. It's amazing where so, we get jumped to lead. I'm doing the pros and cons on both. But see, I once knew um, a woman that was in love with two guys. She just loved them equally, you know, and did, she had to choose one. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the most difficult decision of her life. Imagine that if you really, really sincerely love two guys, you figure the pluses and minuses and they equal. And then, you know, because, you know, I guess if the two guys had agreed, then she could have married them both, you know, mm-hmm. and we're over living. But this is back in the 70s. And and um, she said every once in a while, she just wonders if she should have chose the other guy. Just can't help it. You know, when things get a little tough, you know, but um, I, I just... It's like Sophie's choice or something, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. It's just a, a gut-wrenching thing because you really love two people. Uh, so, um, you know, I just say, you know, if you're having trouble out there, just um, write everything down, you know, write your issues down, uh, get some help if you can, get some therapy. If not, you know, talk to someone who you can, you know, just talk to, uh, write every, you know, do a diary works really good sometimes mm-hmm. for writing all your stuff down to get it out of your head. Uh, and, and then just, um, you know, do, do a grateful exercise and look, look, your life is messed up in this area, but okay. Just, people say, well, I got my health. I've, I've got a car, I've got clothes, I've got food, at least for the next few days. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
I've got people in my life that love me. You know, I mean, people sometimes when they do the grateful exercise, and they I say, well, well, I don't really have anything to be grateful for. And I said, well, you got clothes on your back, don't you? Are you grateful that you have clothes and you're not running around, you know, naked and afraid like the TV show, you know? And uh, they go, yeah, I guess I got clothes. Do you have a car to drive? Yeah, okay. Um, you know, do you have you have two kids, right? You love your kids? Yeah, aren't you great? You know, and pretty soon they get the idea and they go, oh my God, I had like 60 things that I wrote down here. And then just all these, you know, five or yeah. six things over here I don't have. And it turns your, it turns your mind around. The gratefulness just helps you to settle down into um, letting go, you know, and knowing that it's going to be okay. Exactly. I know for my show, because um, I, I do um, um, life clarifications with Natasha on Wednesdays, and I talked about that, about that, you know, at that moment where you're just, you know, being broken apart to regrow again, and many of us are dealing with, with grief, that I had, I started that grateful, and I forced myself every morning to think of something I was grateful for because I was so low energetically, you know, losing both my parents within three years and then having a new baby and, and a four-year-old and an alcoholic husband who was changing and I changing houses. And it was just one of those years where you just talk about exhausted. Um, That as we go through life that, that I had to force myself to, in order to shift what I was living in my head, I had to force myself to find something I was grateful for. And sometimes it was just, oh, I woke up breathing. <laughs> I woke up breathing. And then when I got done at the end of the day, because I had to force myself to do that, because I practiced that a little, I had to do one thing and then I started up another one at the end of the day. Well, I'm here back in bed again. So I must have made it. I'm yeah. grateful for that. You know, those really simple things. Oh, I blinked today. Oh, I went to the bathroom today. Oh, you know, it's like, just find something that you're grateful for. Because doing those little things, like for me, when I was struggling to even find love for myself, I had to start with my toes. Yeah. So big toe, thank you for balancing me out. You know, I'm grateful for you, you know. And, and it's interesting when we do those kinds of things, how much our perspective shifts a little yeah. bit. You know, what? sometimes um, going through tough times has really helped people to become humble. Like, um, I know I had a few clients and they were just down and out and no job. They didn't know where they were get their food from. And I said, okay, let's just uh, get on the phone there, start calling a few uh, churches around and ask them if they know about any food banks. You know, I said, go to, um, you know, and they uh, see if you qualify for food stamps for a while. Some of them go, oh, I would be so ashamed, you know. And I go, look, that's what it's there for. You know, mm-hmm. it's not there for, you know, there are some people that abuse the system. Yeah, but it's there I mean, luckily, we're in a country that realizes that sometimes people are going through hard times and they need some help. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, she had, uh, I think, three kids. She ended up getting like five, six hundred dollars a month in food stamps for a while. Oh, OK, now she does. OK, now my kids are going to be fed. No, even if I don't have a job or my husband's out of work right now, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, um, and they even uh, they weren't even Jewish, but they I, t- I said, well, call the there's a. It's a thing where they do mitzvahs, which is good works at a, at a Jewish thing. And it just one in L.A. They didn't have to even be Jewish. And I said, look, you're having trouble doing rent. They contacted them. They looked at their situation. They went and paid one month's rent for them, which gave them a thing. You know, so there's a lot of good people out there and a lot of good organizations that are there to help you if you're down and out, you know, and you just need something temporarily. And you have to kind of just 
let your ego go, you know, to say, look, this vulnerability. Is <laughs> so do you want your kids to eat or do you want to have your ego? You know, yeah, exactly. Vul and vulnerability is huge. Um, if we can just yeah. be a little vulnerable with, with life, it's amazing. I know for me that that's been one of the keys to my life is, and I can always tell when I'm coming not as vulnerable as I should be. Because then that's when life starts stopping me from moving forward and I start getting into the hiccups of life. And so it's like, okay, self-observation. Here I go. I'm gonna, I'm going to do this. Now, Kathy, when we were talking about the um the Sedona and the vans and stuff, yeah. Are you gonna buy Rob's van? Oh. <laughs> so because she used to live in Arizona. Oh uh, and this, uh, this is um an hour and twenty minutes north of uh Phoenix. Uh, it's about 45 minutes from Sedona. And I want to say Cottonwood or Cotton something. I forget that. I looked it up on the map where it was. And if I get the van, he'll he'll drive to uh, Phoenix Airport to pick me up and then I'll just drive you back because it's about 600 miles. But, um, you know, uh, I wouldn't mind a little road trip and I could go by Sedona on the way back, you know. <laughs> I get that one. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and that's not, I'm not getting a yes or a no right now. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, that, because um, cause that's the thing is, is I got a hit last week and thing energy is changing so fast and things, uh, possibilities are changing so fast. So now it's, it's you know, you're getting it. Okay, so Kathy says, um, long story, Cottonwood is about 20 minutes south of Sedona. Oh, she knows it. Okay, that's she it. lived in she lived in Sedona for a little while. Oh yes. wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They live. They they're right. They said they can walk down to the river. They have a couple acres there that some man who passed away is let let them rent it, and he's, they're still renting it somehow for like three hundred bucks a month for a couple acres, and they they uh, have a little shelter on there, and it's just him and his girlfriend. Remind me of two young hippies, you know. But they uh, he places <laughs> engines and cars and. And, you know, they're doing stuff, you know, buying and selling stuff and getting by and uh, really, really uh, nice young man, you know, so. And the other one, Pennsylvania, I'd probably have it shipped out or I, you know, I'd go back and drive across country, which I wouldn't mind to do either, you know, except I, I like, I prefer if any of you out there have gone cross country, there's the bottom road, you know, like highway, uh, forget 40 or 50 comes down the lower half through the southern states through Oklahoma, Texas. And then there's the upper route that goes up through, you know, Chicago and, and uh, mm -hmm. North Dakota, South Dakota. My, and I love, I just love going north, you know. Uh, yes. it's so it's, you feel like you're on Mars or something in places up there. All you <laughs> Isn't it interesting? I know I've taken that trip too. Yeah, it is very interesting. Feeling. Yeah. One's more remote than the others, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because up, uh, if you go the other way, um, through 90 and that kind of stuff. And, you know, you go through the reservations and it's pretty, yeah. pretty sad. Pretty sad. Yeah. I, uh, uh, yeah. So, um, wow. So, you know, I, I, Natasha and I both been through hard times. I'm not going to compare hard times because some people seem to have more hard times than others, but the, the getting out of it, the, uh, you know, the, the remedy is the same, you know, you have to somehow, take it from deep breaths, drink some water, kind of look up or however you do to connect to God and just say, look, Your higher I, power. I, just, I can't do this on my own right now. But I do think that God, you know, they say God helps those that help themselves. Oh, I yeah. think in order to get out of it, you at least have to, even if it's baby steps, 
you have to do something. You don't have to, you know, call a food bank or something, you know, get that taken care of, you know, even though as hard as it is, or uh, put out those resumes, you know, go around and put, you know, would, you know, take a, take a job that you may not particularly like for a few months just to kind of keep you afloat, you know. Uh, you might be surprised the people you meet and the lives that you might help change. You know, mm -hmm. uh, the other thing that's really good for depression is um, there's a lot of people having tough times out there. Look around in your neighborhood or something there. If somebody needs a helping hand and doing something and do something for others, even if it's helping paint a fence, you know, or or, you know, making you have a, a neighbor that's a shut in and they're having a difficult time. Offer to go pick up some groceries for them or something, do something simple. You would be surprised at the. I don't know the right chemical gets put out on your body, but it's a good one. You know, when you do something nice, your whole beingness knows that. And it just, it does, you know, really good. And also um, I just saw that it was on, not Dr. Oz, it was a TV program and they were just showing how they have more proof now that doing meditation is super, super good for depression, you know? So, um, you know, try that. Like even if you're depressed and you're in bed, get the app, the Insight Timer app. It's called Insight Timer. It's free. And there's a thousand things you can do on there with meditation. Because some people think, oh, I can't meditate because I don't have an hour or two to sit there in a lotus position with my hands a certain way. I can't do that. Well, meditation has many, many forms. You could just be laying in bed with your iPods or headphones on and go to that app and just listen to some uh, beautiful meditative music and let your mind wander, you know, mm -hmm. or listen to some talks on there. They have talks of some of the most spiritual people on the planet on there. Uh, and whether it's five minutes, they'll say how many just time do you have? And then all the things that are that amount of time will come up. Uh, so it's called insight timer. There's some other ones out there, but that's the one I'm familiar with. That's really good. So, yeah, that, that makes sense. That um, Sorry, the, the sun was beaming off of one of my crystals so brightly. It, it was like, whoa. And so I have to take a picture of it <laughs> real quick because it was just gleaming so quick. It, it, one of the, I have an amethyst and one of the crystals was, one of the crystals oh. was sh shimmering off of it. And so it kind of. Isn't it beautiful seeing the light in a crystal and just seeing all like in a diamond? When you see all the uh, the lights, that, I mean, look in there and you see all the different lights, you know, it's just. It's, it's amazing. I know for me, I I would not be able to live my life without rocks. Yeah. Uh, I know for me that uh, I have citrine. Citrine is huge. I don't have any real close to me here. Um, but uh, citrine is is one. Kyanite is another stone. Um so kind of, oh, don't spill my water. Uh, you just made me thirsty. This is this is kyanite. Mm. And kyanite and citrine are the two stones that, um, that you don't have to cleanse. A lot of them you need to let them rest. No, I like that uh, one. And, and citrine is a one that takes negativity and makes it prosperous. So it transforms. And it's also a prosperity stone. So I have it in my financial corner when I'm doing feng shui. Uh, that, that there's different stones that have different applications. Kind of like I was talking about selenite. You know, that selenite, has, it's magic. It's, you can do so much with selenite. I use selenite when I want to write new contracts for myself energetically like it's new moon and mm -hmm. you can write this also can go in and, and do some healing work so different stones 
you can do different things with different stones and it's just magical how how they do so please be aware that you don't have to go spend tons of money you know it's nice to get stones that are, you know you have to pay for i also have stones that in my driveway asked me to pick them up because they're tired of being run over and and i carry them around in my pockets and they help me they help ground me for the day Wow. You know, they just help me or they, I rub on them and they go, Oh, thank you. And they just give me something while well, I talk with rocks. Yeah. So I also talk with flies. So right. with that, that there, that there's things that, that, you know, we don't necessarily have to talk to them like I do, but even just picking up a rock and you start feeling it, you know, it's like petting a cat, you know, you just kind of go, okay, I can do this. And, and we just kind of do better. And I just want people to know that as we're coming to an end here, cause we're at five o'clock here. Yeah. I know it was shorter for you reading cause I'm, me and yeah. not having my volume on um <laughs> i apologize for that one that you know going through things and managing through things that you know just take a moment and breathe sit down and just know that if we can just say something that we're grateful for going through the process of it and and go what can i do next and you look up and there's a, a, a help me once sign in a store corner get up and go see what it's about because sometimes yeah. us walking through the door is the hardest part of getting the next scenario in our lives to happen yeah. and you know maybe it wasn't a clothing store but but and you were a um you were someone who worked with finances and they you thought oh if i walk in there my assumption is is that i'm gonna have to be front desk for a clothing store and i know nothing about clothing you walk in and here they come to find out they need a bookkeeper yeah you know so you never know what walking through the door will do yeah or just one thing will lead to another work. you know like my kid got a job at a hamburger place uh two weeks later basically was forced out of it but then gave enough of a scenario because of being young oh yeah you were working for this place Yes, we can hire you now because you have work history, even if it was a short time, you know, so try doing something because you never know what that something can do to help. Yeah, you never know. Uh, I bet this a story of a, of, a, of a someone acquaintance that I knew that um, got fired from a job he thought he was going to be in forever. Actually, it's a, a woman uh, friend and um she just was devastated, you know, so like, cause she was so sad that the thought was going to happen. So she just had to take anything she could get. And she, I think she even went to a dog room and came, you know, helping in a dog grooming thing, even though she was, had nothing to do with what her other thing was. And then she got let off on that. And she's going, oh, wait, wait a minute. I just got that job. And there was like three jobs. And then what was funny was this fourth job that she had, all of a sudden she's looking on the resume and says, well, you got to have this and this, and you got to have training with dogs or something like this. And it ended up being, she's still got the job after like, I don't know, 10, 12 years now. Said it's the best job she's ever had. But unless she had just done, done the, that little hop, skip and jump. <laughs> yeah, you to the final destination, you know. It's like it's like dating, you know, you don't always, one person leads you to another, to another until you find the, the one. You know, some people are lucky on the first try, but most of us took a while, you know. Exactly, exactly. It, it's amazing. It's, it's just amazing. Um, so um, I just I was called to pull some cards, and this is um, Claudette Baron reads um, the um, the Avalon uh, Mystics of Avalon, and it, I pulled a frog. 
So with me doing feng shui, it's about um, cleaning the house, releasing emotional baggage. So what did we talk about in this class or in this hour? We talked about yeah. doing the EFT, you know, tapping, how mm -hmm. to manage things, walking through the door. Also, too, like for me, when I wanted something to change in my life, when something happened to me where I had a big ending, I washed off my front porch because my front porch was so stagnant with cobwebs and you know because we live out in the country you know, out in a place where cobwebs happen quite a bit we live kind of out of town so it's a little bit more naturish and and so we get lots of spiders and cobwebs and i haven't washed off my thing so i washed it off with water emotions water's about emotions and and cleansed it and, and it's amazing how when we do those things you know after i did that i got a trip to california which opened up my world you know it's just one thing led to another because I was willing to do some deep cleansing of my home to release the, um, the, the emotional baggage so that I can be who I am. And frog is great for just sitting on a leap pad or a lily pad and going, what's next in my life? But yeah. then they're willing to jump, but they're willing to jump. So with that, Regan, how can anybody get a hold of you if they're looking for anything to deal okay. with uh, past life work through new yeah, Institute? I have, a, I have a regular therapy practice where I help people with uh, post-traumatic stress, um, uh, you know, um, fears, phobias, uh, bad habits, um, smoking, losing weight, that traditional thing. But my specialty is working with the Newton Institute. I'm on the board of directors there. Um, and um, uh, this is what I love to do because it's it's like getting three years of therapy in four hours. It's a, a three, four hour. Sometimes I've had some go as long as seven hour sessions where <clears throat> people in a deep state of trance, which most people can reach. They don't people think they can't says, oh, I can't even be hypnotized. Yeah, you can. OK, I mean, almost everybody can. And you could get in this deep state and we found a little switch inside you that you flip and you can go to a past life and then go to the afterlife with a list of questions you have prepared, you get answers, you find out what your life's mission is, why you were born, why you chose your parents. It's 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 almost twilight zone-ish, but it's it's happening real. And we've done this with 65,000 people. So it's a real thing. It's a life-changing event. Um, and uh, also online, uh, we can actually do it online. Uh, it works online just as well as in person, which surprised us, but that's with COVID, we've just, we've experimented with that and we're blown away. Just like with Natasha, you know, when you're doing readings, you know, you can read someone, you know, uh, on the phone over Zoom. Yeah, it doesn't matter for me there's how no I physical, manage it. It's like energy, the spiritual energy. There's no space. It's like because we're all one. You know, we're all connected. So that way. Um, but also, um, if people out there, if you're having a hard time, uh, I'm really good with helping with life coaching, with getting you to helping to motivate you, keep you uh, on track, and to help you get to that next step you know, kind of brainstorm with you to um, figure out what to do. Uh, and um, also uh, teaching the EFT, which, you know, I do a class online on that, which is really good too. So if you need any help, you know, things aren't doing really well, feel free to get a hold of me at visittheafterlife.com. Phone numbers and everything is there. Some great videos to watch on there of people experiencing past lives and things like that. What about you, Miss Natasha? <laughs> well, you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com. And for me, I am my life calling, my soul work. 
has been, and I can say this over many lifetimes because I go into lifetimes. So I can see past lives as, as you pull people into past lives. Well, that's my calling is to do help through past lives, helping someone work through their, their drama, traumas, shame, a lot of emotions, a lot of their, uh, I do mediumship. So if you're having, I navigate with a lot of parents who lost their children too young that's been a lot of my mediumship. So with that, that I go through and care deeply about how someone is walking through the grief process. With that, that as you go through life and as we're going through life, things happen. And I love to help release and transform much of what's going on. And I know for me, I've had some people who said, boy, I've been in counseling for a year and I come to you once or twice and I'm actually going someplace. Thank you. I want to keep seeing you. You know, it's like, it's one of those things that I love to support people with that. So you can reach me at angelicclarifications.com or uh, you can reach me uh, at, uh, at Natasha at angelicclarifications.com. And please go to my Facebook or my YouTube page, Natasha Venter Angelic Clarifications for inspirational quotes and videos and more. Please like and share our our uh, our videos too if you find, and subscribe if you find that these are helpful because we are here to support and help to do for yeah. the greater good. We've yeah, take a look timed in today. It's always nice. It's like sitting around a, with a group of, of nice people and just talking about life. So, you know, it's really great. And if some of you have a subject sometimes too, that you want to talk about, um, feel free to chime in and say, hey, why don't you talk about this one week or something too? And then we can maybe put that on the schedule. Okay. Yes, we'll please, please, please. Yes. I would, I would so love that because sometimes we just start interacting and, and this is what comes up. So we can kind of have a direction that that's a helpfulness because we, there's many subjects we can talk about. Yeah. Many subjects with that so and then on wednesday uh this wednesday i'm gonna have a special guest on uh, uh having? i'm having um katie min i can never say it <laughs> i can never say her name she, her and i did um we used to do toastmasters and uh something like toastmasters up here and she's just a good friend who has gone through homelessness and life in general and and so we're going to talk about life what time and is it? Four o'clock on Wednesday. Four o'clock on Wednesday. So we're we're always here Mondays and Wednesdays at four o'clock on either Natasha Venter, uh, Angelic Clarifications on Facebook or YouTube, Natasha Venter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Blessings, everyone, and please know that it's okay to take a moment when you're tired. It's okay to sit in your car before you you go to your house to take a moment to breathe. Remember that it's okay to to just say on a Saturday, if you have a moment, I'm not getting out of bed yet. You know, take those moments <laughs> to give yourself breath. Yeah. Okay. Blessings to you on your journey. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye, you guys.